keep going. But, you know, you and I be words of encouragement here. Keep going. Right. Don't give up. Don't see it as a failure. See it as a, a learning opportunity. Right. Instead of a failure and to close the door and do what you need to do to get that second attempt available for yourself and go after it. Right. On that note, before we close, one of my favorite sayings around what you just said is failing, again, is first attempt in learning. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. A failure is somebody that quit. Right. They gave up. Right. Failing is okay. That's when failure Failure happens. is not okay. You haven't failed until you've given up. So it's That's okay to take a, phrases. It's okay to take a breather in the corner, right? Mm-hmm. Get some water, rest up, but don't throw in the towel. If you're truly an entrepreneurial spirit, don't throw in the towel. If need be, tap into the resources, business coach, mentor, the things that you need mm-hmm. to, and it'll help launch that further. Yeah, think of it as a boxing match. You just went you just went through round one. And you and got you, your butt kicked. Well, yeah, you got beat up. You got blood over your eyebrow or whatever else, but you're getting in a corner where your trainer or whatnot, the people, the village you surround yourself are going to take care of you, let you rest up a little bit before you go after that second round. Hello, and welcome to the Generate Your Value podcast. I'm your co-host, Andy McDowell, founder and owner of Generate Your Value, providing life, leadership, and small business coaching services in the Atlanta area. And I'm Zach Levy, your other co-host. I run a nationwide financial service business with my wife, Megan. Together, Zach and I have the intention to bring you tips, concepts, ideas, suggestions, stories, and analogies from A to Z, which will help you to grow your personal brand and small business in such a way that joy, happiness, and success as you define it for yourself are achieved. We hope to use our gifts, talents, and experiences in business to generate value in your life. And with that being said, let's move to our topic for today. I'm your co-host, Zach Levy, joined, as always, by my cohort, co-host, brother, Andy McDowell. Andy, good to see you. Good to see you. Spring is coming. It is. It's nice. I don't know about the rest of the country, because talk to my people in Iowa quite a lot, and yeah. it's still cold. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, if you're in Minnesota, those you may not utter those words for another month or two, but... Whoa, Minnesota. Here in the southeast... Yeah. Spring spring is coming. So, but thank you for taking your time out to join us today. It's always, you know, when we when we see people joining in with us, it's always an honor because as we always say, time is the most valuable asset that we have and that you choose to spend a little bit of time with us, 20, 30 minutes. It, it does mean a lot and we hope we can generate a lot of value in that time. Mm-hmm. And today we're actually, we're talking about a little bit different topic. You know, Andy, I don't know about you, but definitely not my favorite topic. No, no, this is a t- this is a tough topic. You know, every, everybody likes a winner, but we have to face reality, and we all know how difficult the entrepreneurial journey is. And I don't know what what the true statistic is, but it's only like twenty twenty percent, twenty five, thirty, somewhere in that neighborhood of of entrepreneurial journeys to get past five years. Right. Yeah. So it's not an easy one. Well, for a lot of people, right? We look at the overall overarching statistics. Most people quit within their first two, whereas 
any successful entrepreneur will tell you it's a three to five year, sometimes a 10 year game. They say- To truly have a stable, consistent- Right. Well, to, The flywheel as, has finished. The flywheel, I use an orbit example, right. getting that rocket up into orbit. It takes 10,000 pounds of rocket fuel to mm-hmm. get a rocket into orbit kind of deal. But today we're dealing with what happens when it's just- You're part of that 75%. Right. It's your first go around in entrepreneurship and- you're part of the 75%. Now what? Right. Exactly. So, you know, this is a hard, very, very hard decision to make because you might've put, you know, you're all into it, everything like that, but something might not have clicked. Right. We just couldn't get that engine to turn over. Right. Well, there's so many, so many reasons for the possibility, right? A, a lot of times it's you just ran out of money. Mm-hmm. Was usually it's it was not number one. It's in the top three from that perspective. But it could be faulty business plan, not a correct offering. Right, right. You were you were in the general area of what the problem that needs to be solved in the marketplace, but your target was off a little bit. Right, you didn't and you exactly didn't realize till it was too late. You needed to readjust five degrees to the right, so to speak. Right. To, to to hit the target. We were we were playing horseshoes, not uh darts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And so there's a multitude of reasons. Sometimes it's completely out of our control. Right? We just have to face that fact. And we've talked a lot about assumptions on this right. podcast, right? We had certain assumptions going in your business plan and you got a year, year and a half into it and went, oops. Right. Three quarters of them are invalid. Right. And I don't have enough time, enough cash or whatever to recover with this new knowledge that I have in my hands. And then a lot of times it can come down to, again, the assumption, but going into it, what assumptions are you making, which leads to what mindset you have going into Mm -hmm. it. So there's a multitude of reasons that small businesses fail. One of my favorite quotes, again, just an asterisk for, for, for my peace of mind on this, is fail is first attempt in learning. So it right. doesn't mean that necessarily we're not talking about completely walking away from your entrepreneurial spirit and just saying, screw it, I'm just going to settle. Mm-hmm. Right? You can still maintain that mindset, but sometimes we have to rip the Band-Aid off and, you know, change course. We've talked about that before. Right. And and a minimal aspect of changing business plan and things. But Andy, what would you say when somebody, when it inevitably we have to make that decision, we're at a point where we're between a rock and a hard place and, you know, there's not really much we can do. What's the first thing to be aware of and first step to take? Well, you got to look at your personal finances. I mean, you got to put a roof over your head, food and food on the table for yourself or your family if you're in that particular situation. So are you going to go get some more funding to put in the bucket to keep your business going? Or are you going to temporarily step away and maybe go get employment somewhere else until you've built up another cash or a bucket full of cash you can use in your business for your second attempt? So it's, what's your, what's your bridge? Right. What's your bridge to get you to a point where you can make a second stab or a third stab or fourth stab where, wherever you are in it. In, in your orbit example, fueling up the rocket that right. hopefully you've, you've got more fuel or more efficient 
engine, so to speak, in your rocket to get you into orbit. Right. Right. And, you know, all that's that, first and foremost. Just, you got to survive. You got to live. As uh, as entrepreneurs ourselves, a lot of times we we can have uh, you know just a lot of pride and. Tell people all the time, you know, Andy, I'm psychologically unemployable if our business wasn't where it was. If it wasn't for Megan, I, if I got in a hard spot, I'd probably go live in a box <laughs> before until I made things happen. Hmm. But again, that's a mindset thing, right? And it's 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 a little bit of an exaggeration, to be honest, right? Living on the streets isn't the way to be necessarily. But, you know, making sure, especially if, if there's entrepreneurs that you've jumped into entrepreneurship business ownership, especially have dependence family, you've got to be able to drop the pride and the ego that we've talked about and be able to take that. So what would you say, Andy? So we, we covered step number one. What would you say the second thing that we've got to be cognizant about and make sure that happens? So you've just been, you've just been in a battle. And you and I were talking before we started recording about do people that surround us in our life understand what the life of an entrepreneur is like? Right. right. What is what is the context they grew up in? Were they ever entrepreneurs? I'm here to tell you, folks, the journey of an entrepreneur is a fight. Till you get that rocket in the orbit, or the, you don't have right. to turn the flywheel anymore because you've got enough business well, momentum. Right. Again, using so, that visual example of that rocket. Right. If you watch a rocket launch, it's violent. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot of noise. It's a lot of noise. It shakes the earth. You can it hear it violent. miles away. You can see it and, and hear it miles away, right? Because it's a lot of energy to to battle against the force of gravity that the Earth has, right? Right. So, psychologically and emotionally speaking, it's rough. It's rough, and so as much as you got to recover financially, so to speak, to keep your keep your life going and food in your belly and whatnot, you got to deal with the emotional side too. Where Where is your head? What messages are you telling your head? Right. You know, what thoughts are running across? Is it, I'm an idiot. Uh, I should have known better. I'm a screw up. You know, those type tones and messages, or are you still keeping a positive mindset and go, I'm going to do it better next time? Right. It's a. It was a learning process. Just your acronym earlier. It's a learning process. I'm going to learn from this, and I'm going to reduce my risk of not succeeding the second go round because I have right. the mindset of I'm going to be introspective about what could have I done better. What what could my business plan have done better? What could, if you, if you hired people, what could have my employees done better? Look at the whole thing, be introspective um, and say, it's a learning process. I'm going to pick myself up at the ground. I'm going to dust all the dirt off myself. I'm going to get back on the horse with the power of more knowledge, more experience in my head. And I'm going to take a second shot at it. But before I do that, I've got to take a little bit of a rest Time to be introspective, separate myself a little bit from the experience. So I have that emotional safety, that emotional space to do that. That process to get myself 
ready to go to, to battle, so to speak, a second time emotionally. It's not easy. Right. And realizing on that note that just because it wasn't the right time this time, that it's not going to be the right time in the future. Right. There's always a possibility your product was too early. Right. There wasn't enough perception in the world that the problem you were fixing needs to be solved. That was part of my issue inside of Boeing with what I was <laughs> trying to push people with. That I finally realized I'm too early because we need technologies that aren't here yet today. I think they'll be here soon, but they're not here yet today. So that's just the, the second item is just to emotionally separate yourself. Third item is is the actual introspection part. Right. We're going to do a postpartum, postmortem And if you don't analysis. mind, let me, mm-hmm. let me back up to point number two real quick. Just facts tell, stories sell, right? We've talked about storytelling before. Mm-hmm. So on that note, think about it this way, y'all, is... Well, we've used relationships and dating and marriage and family a lot over our time in our episodes. But think of it as a relationship. You're out in the dating game, right? And Mm -hmm. you get into a relationship that you think is going really well. And then wham, just an absolutely nasty breakup. And it, it hurts, it stings. And one of the most toxic things somebody can do at that point in the dating world would be to just jump right into another relationship for need to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And admittedly, I might be speaking from experience. (laughs) But what what created success was saying, okay, I'm going to get out of this world for a minute. I'm going to disconnect from the dating world. So in the Mm -hmm. same way, potentially disconnecting from that so that you just have time to heal. And during that healing time, leading to your number three, Mm -hmm. is we've got it. We can't do the same thing over and over and expect the same result. We can't remain the same and expect a different result. Right? That's the definition of insanity. Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) So we've got to introspect and we've got to look within ourselves and... Within and without, I'd say, right? Mm-hmm. And figure out, okay, what within me and what around me might have caused X, Y, or Z to lead to this? Yeah, what What did I do word-wise, behavioral-wise, you know, using your dating analogy? What... What were my behaviors? What were my comments? What what did I say that contributed to the problem? Mm-hmm. What do I need to take ownership of? And then on the other side of the coin, whether it's a man or a woman, what did they say? What did they do to contribute to the problem? Right? So you're doing you're you're looking at it at all angles, right? And so you move over to the scenario with the business, you're looking at all the angles. Was my timing right? Was my right. business plan correct? Were all my were my assumptions just so far off that I had no momentum and not enough cash, so to speak, to get that so called gun, so to speak, aimed at a different angle, right? In time, because I was just so far off from my aiming in the marketplace with my product or service. I mean, there's all kinds of avenues you can look at, but are you going right. to take the time, be introspective? 
own things you need to own, learn your learn the lessons, and then say, okay, how am I going to do it differently? Do mm-hmm. I need a different product or service? Was did it not hit square on in solving the problem that's in the marketplace? Am I in the wrong geolocation? Needs not here, but it's it's over there. I mean, it can go on and on with a list of all where, where all the potential pitfalls are, but. Well, and to your point, either if we're talking about sharpshooting, I like to use the you know example of archery because mm-hmm. just you can you can you can see it more than a bullet. <laughs> but with archery, did we adjust for you know within without kind of deal? Are we shaky? Right that that would be us. Mm-hmm. You know, are we not holding our target? But then the without, are we adjusting for windage elevation and? Things like that. It's the same concept in a business. Weight of the arrow. Right. Are we adjusting for those things? Mm-hmm. Are we adjusting for the distance? And so very similar, we've got to look at those things. And again, when this happens, it's it's almost like coming back from a failed mission and debriefing. Right? Right. It's exactly the same, actually, is we've got to look at every single piece and say, okay, what went right? But then really what went wrong? Because we don't want to get rid of what was right. Right, don't fix it if it ain't broke. <laughs> right, and I also want to mention this is a great time to get a business coach involved to help you sort of dissect it. I mean, right, we often think, well, I need a business coach when I'm in a business and can help me adjust along the way. But great time to get a business coach. Right, is in that in between period and somebody you can bang ideas on as you're doing your introspection and go, I think this is where my issues were that I should have done differently. What do you think? Right. And so you've got an ability to go back and forth in a conversation with somebody else to sort of validate your thoughts or invalidate your thoughts and Mm -hmm. let's make some adjustments in those thoughts to get you set up better for a second go around. Well, and that, you know, I'd say for anybody who's considering entrepreneurship listening, if you don't have a direct mentor, then ensuring that you have a, you know, a business coach. It's kind of like with, again, going back to dating and marriage, <laughs> premarital counseling, right? I, I was a big proponent of it and still am for anybody getting married. And I think it, it's got to be the same going into a business because that's something you're going to be married to. But what do we keep saying on our, on our episodes about how business overlaps life? Right. So many analogies going back and forth between business and life that are exactly right. the same. That's why we keep saying if you can if you can handle these con- these core concepts it doesn't matter whether you're talking about marriage, parenthood, business or whatever, you're going to be a lot more successful in all those endeavors cuz you've got core right core items and core mindsets that you have before you step into any of those. And the last item is is all right You've, you're financially stable personally. You hopefully have a new bucket of cash or a loan or something to get you financially going. You've separated out yourself, created a space of emotional safety for yourself, and you've emotionally worked through what happened in your experiences and what lessons you need to take. You've done a sort of a technical analysis to try and figure out where you think things went south for you whether it's something 
you did personally or something in the marketplace or the business plan, you know, figuring out where all the weaknesses were, so to speak. Now, the last item is how do I take all those lessons, all that analysis, whether you did it with a business coach or not, and you're putting your game plan together to take right. another stab at it. And this, I mean, this is crucial. Again, you've got to, you've got to have the foundation of introspection and being honest with yourself. Again, pride is the biggest um, enemy of success, mm-hmm. right? You got to keep your ego out. Not of confidence, it. but pride. And not too right? much overthinking. And so we've got to be able to be honest with ourselves and be not overly critical, but honestly critical to ensure that when we put those facts on paper, it's really what happened. It's not sugar-coated. It's right there in front of us. And that way we can move forward with the best reconnaissance information that we have. Yeah, and you're not alone in it. Don't feel like you're alone right. in the world. Like, I'm the only one that failed at business. 75% of the people that take a stab at it are in the same shoes as you, you know? So you're in the company of others. It's not anything to be ashamed of if 75% of the people are in the same. It's whether you have the, the grit, the determination, and the mindset to say, no, I'm going to keep working until I fall in that 25%. Right. If that's what you really want for your life, you have that that mindset, and I'm going to make success for myself. Right. And that's so, what you want in life. That's your why. That's your purpose. So on that note, kind of close this out with a story here. Real life example. So I have a great friend, colleague. We work in the same field. And he actually got into the industry, you know, nine years ago at this point, mm-hmm. almost 10. And, you know, it's, a lot of things didn't click. It was actually a very short-lived run at it. And then he said, you know, I, I just can't do this right now. At the time he was saying, I can't do this. It turned into it right now, I mm-hmm. should say. Mm-hmm. And then six years later, talks to somebody and gets convinced to get back into the industry. And within a three-year period, became ultra successful and now has an amazing flourishing business where that flywheel is just spinning on its own. Mm-hmm. I mean, at a very high rate of speed. Right. And, you know, talking to him, he says, you know, just my mindset wasn't right going into it the first time. I, you know, the, we talk about research and development, for example, to get the right information of what it's going to take. He said, I wasn't prepared to give what it took mm-hmm. in the beginning mm-hmm. and I didn't have the right tools. But then after taking that period of time off when he was presented with the opportunity again it was the right time his mindset was right he made up his he made up his mind on i'm gonna go do this i know what i did wrong the first time i know what i need to do right this time and then everything launched so that example right there's a perfect example of failing was the first attempt in learning and then taking those examples like we talked about, stepping away, right? Doing the introspection and then gathering the data, putting it in a business plan and going back after it. Yeah, but he would, had the willingness to be introspective and go, a lot of this is me. Right. 
my attitude towards it, my mindset to it, my work ethic towards it, and so forth. Right. It's not necessarily a failed business plan that's off target or anything of that nature. It's it's me. Mm-hmm. So me, get your <laughs> right your rear ending gear and let's do this. If, right. Go chase the dream I want for myself. Right. So and and again, if if you can't tell, we're truly talking to those with a deep seated entrepreneurial spirit mm-hmm. here. There's, there are admittedly some people in this world and this isn't any offense to anybody, but there's some people that say, yeah, I want my own business, but they're not, they don't truly have that entrepreneurial spirit. As we were talking beforehand, a lot of people don't realize what that life looks like in the beginning, that fight. Yeah. It's not easy. Right. And so. I mean, go, go, go read any story about Steve Jobs or anybody else that started off as an entrepreneur and now, you know. Multi-million million dollar or billion dollar businesses and right. so forth. Working out of their garage and they slog through it. The Hewlett Packard story, the Intel story. I mean, you know, the list goes on and on, but it was all determination and grit. Right. Getting their flywheels going per se in the beginning, it's it was hard. But they believed in it and they worked hard. They learned their lessons, kept adjusting, and eventually got got themselves there. Right. That's that's what it's like. There's no light switch. You just flip the switch and you're a successful entrepreneur. Away you go. It's grit, perseverance, and and that's why I went in my business. I'm I'm going I'm going deep into the person to figure out whether they got those things. If they don't, then I'm going to steer them away from it and say, "Don't go down this road." Right. Because it's a tough journey. It's like climbing a mountain. You know, are you prepared for that? You prepared to go out and fly, climb Mount Everest for the first time on a Are very on one of the sheerest cliffs that it has. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, everybody, we definitely appreciate you again spending your time with us today. Again, this is this isn't an easy topic to talk about, but something to digest. And it may not be you. You're listening, saying, "No, I've got you know, I'm, I'm doing well. I don't see myself closing doors. Awesome. Who do you know that?" that would benefit from this, mm-hmm. that would benefit from some help in this area. Give us a follow, like, share, all of the above. Help us you know, generate more value for the business owners, entrepreneurs in your community, around the world, globally, and, and anything else. Yeah, keep going. But, you, know, you and I be words of encouragement here. Keep going. Right. Don't give up. Don't see it as a failure. See it as a, a learning opportunity. Right instead of a failure and to close the door and do what you need to do to get that second attempt available for yourself and go after it. Right. On that note, before we close, one of my favorite sayings around what you just said is failing again is first attempt in learning. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. A failure is somebody that quit. Right. They gave up. Right. Failing. That's when failure Failure is not okay. (laughs) You haven't failed until you've given up. So it's That's okay to take a phrases. It's okay to take a breather in the corner, right? Mm-hmm. Get some water, rest up, but don't throw in the towel. If you're truly an entrepreneurial spirit, don't throw in the towel. If need be, tap into the resources, business coach, mentor, the things that you need mm-hmm. to, and it'll help launch that further. Yeah, think of it as a boxing match. You just went you just went through round one. And you and got it, your butt kicked. Well, yeah, you got beat up. You got blood over your eyebrow or whatever else, but you're getting in a corner where 
your trainer and whatnot, the people, the village you surround yourself are going to take care of you, let you rest up a little bit before you go after that second round. Right. So same so, thing. Again, y'all keep going and then keep tuning in, follow, subscribe, and we will see you back here next week. Have a great week and a great day. Take care. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode of the Generate Your Value podcast. If you find our conversations to be useful in your life, I invite you to subscribe to our podcast so that you don't miss an episode. You can find me online on Instagram at The Fitzpreneur, Facebook, and LinkedIn. For information on my coaching services, if you're in the Atlanta area, go to www.generateyourvalue.com. You can also find me and my company on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Simply search for Generate Your Value on those platforms. Once again, thanks for joining us for today's podcast, and we invite you to generate your value in this world. Thank you.